This is the Awake Athlete Podcast. I'm Jessica Mikowski, mindset coach and plant-powered athlete on a mission to guide all who are ready to great heights in sports performance and life. Through the 10,000-foot view, I share teachings of living awake with the sole purpose that we all realize our innate power to be the masters of our minds. Always so good to have you guys with me for another episode. I think we're getting to the end of season three. I believe this is going to be episode 10. Um, I want to flush something out with you guys that came up during a recent session with my meditation teacher, and we were talking about being in that space between stimulus and response, and we were specifically talking about emotion, like when emotion comes up, and really the process that we want to practice here is we want to practice feeling but not identifying with the stories and the thoughts about those emotions because those stories and those thoughts are based on the past. They are based on the past. So if we are in an emotion, let's take anger, and we're angry and there's all those thoughts, and even though it might seem like they're new thoughts because they're about a present moment situation, they're not. They're based on our history and our conditioning, and as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, like if we are not defined by a vision of the future, we're always going to be living from a record of the past. And I think that, like, I don't know, I don't understand. Maybe it's a conditioning that we've been conditioned to kind of fight for our right to have these subpar emotions when really <laughs> they're not aligned with who you are, and how you feel is actually in direct alignment to how close you are to who you are. Like we are peace, we are calm, we are we are well-being. That is the state of who we are at our core. And so we want to get really skillful at feeling and if that feeling is not great or crappy or like we don't want to feel that way anymore. I mean, this is that's kind of like what launched me on this whole journey of living awake was like, I don't want to feel so up and down all the time. Like there's got to be another way because if there's not another way, like I don't want to be here anymore. And that's how I felt. And um, yeah, thank you. There was another way. And now that's become really like my path in life, which whew, amazing. And we need, we need the resistance. We need the contrast. We need those subpar feelings to really get clear on who we want to be, how we want to live, and what that life is that we desire. Because it is our right to live that life we desire. It really is. Our ability to manifest is the universe saying, hey, here's a gift, and we're going to give you this gift to manifest as a co-creator to ensure that you have some fun along the way. So we do have those rights. And so we want to keep launching into the gap. We want to keep launching into that gap between stimulus and response because that feeling, that emotion is our vibrational resonance and that is our point of attraction, which is what is laying the foundation for our future. So we do want to have a vision of the future. We want to get clear on what we want and then we want to practice feeling 
those things that we desire, we want to practice feeling them now. We want to practice feeling them now because if that stuff, if that life we desire, whatever it is, right, like financial abundance, having a partner in our life, um, you know, faster paces on the race course, whatever it is, we will, if that's always in the future, it's always going to be in the future. So there's a really great fast track way where your dreams can actually run to you, which is so cool, right? Where we're practicing the feeling. So as we're visualizing, as we're journaling about things that we want in our life. And if you don't know what you want, just start with noticing throughout your day where you're finding ease and where you're finding happiness. And happiness doesn't have to be this overwhelming like, yay, yay, everything's so great because it's not always great. But contentment, where do you feel content? Start there. But you got to put in a little bit of effort here to really get clear on what you want because you guys, we have a lot of conditioning from just our families, our history, and absolutely the world that we live in. So how do you get into the gap, right? Well, notice, like, is your mind conditioned to the noise of life or is your mind conditioned to the silence? That's already within. And that's who we truly are. That's that unshakable energy that creates worlds. That's the part of us that is never in self-doubt or self-judgment or any of these subpar emotions. So what Meditator Bob said to me that day was he said, devotion, not emotion. So I was like, devotion, not emotion. Okay, I'm going to let that one marinate. And about five days later, I was up early, 4 a.m. The alarm went off. And on to be quite honest, I've never that I can recall had, a tr- had trouble with getting up to the alarm, no matter how tired I am. I'm not a snoozer. Snooze to me is just torture. Like you get nine more minutes to be, you know, jarred out of sleep. That just, that does not appeal to me at all. So I've never been a snoozer. I feel like that's a blessing. So I was up at 4 a.m. so I could get my meditation practice in and work on the edits for the book that I'm committed to getting published this year. And it just hit me, you know, I was kind of feeling tired and it took a lot of will to be able to sit up nice and straight for that meditation. The physical body's tired. I've got an ultra marathon in two weeks. I've got uh, a cycling camp that I'm doing in uh, Costa Rica after the week I host the retreat down there. And so all of a sudden my ultra training has also turned into bike training on top of um, an already busy life. And I know you have a busy life too. So I appreciate you taking time to listen to this. And let's face it, as athletes, we're all kind of addicted to doing. But in this moment, I I heard meditator Bob's voice saying that, devotion, not emotion, and it just hit me. I was like, yes, I am devoted to my goals. I'm devoted to what I've committed myself to. And emotion can get in the way. I don't feel like doing this right now. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I deserve sleep. All of these emotions, right? Oh, God, nobody has to get up as early as I do. All of these emotions that just leave me feeling subpar, and my commitment is not concerned with any of it. My commitment is not concerned 
with what I feel like or don't feel like doing. The commitment I have made is not concerned with how many hours of sleep I get, and the commitments I have made are not concerned with how I feel. It's just not. And it's not like it's this part of me that's mean. It's this part of me that says, hey, you committed to this race and you committed to this cycling camp and you committed to writing this book and you committed to putting out season three and you committed to creating a business and you committed to training for 70.3 and you committed to this and you committed to that. And and um, an emotion is getting in the way. And I think we need to be really aware and in practice of this devotion, not emotion. Because at first, it's going to feel like you're just stuffing those emotions down. And, and that's that's not what I'm I'm guiding anybody to do. It was years of me emoting emotions, you know, just opening that vault and letting them out. And so you may be there. So let the vault door open and let the emotions out. But just watch the indulgence of the commentary that go along with those emotions because that commentary is based on the past. So you want to feel the emotions, like really feel them for sure. Disappointed with a race performance, disappointed with somebody in your life, disappointed with yourself, angry, feeling depressed, whatever it may be. Let those emotions, like emotion is energy in motion. So definitely let it move. But get really good at not identifying with the commentary about those emotions because especially if they're subpar, because you're just going to proliferate those cycles in your life. Um, there's a great chapter in The Untethered Soul. I think it's 14 or 16, and it's like the spiritual path of non-resistance. And I believe in that that chapter, he talks about just letting the energy move through you. But you're going to get to a point where you're going to really be able to hold your thoughts captive. You're really going to be able to be in a place of self-control and self-regulation where you're not going to be fighting for subpar emotions anymore, you know? Um, So I'll use myself, for example, like, oh, I don't have a right to feel angry or to feel this way. And that was just me fighting for subpar emotions when really how we feel is in direct relationship to how close we are to our truth and the alignment of who we are, which is, you know, all-knowing, ever-powerful, limitless beings. We are that energy that creates worlds, and there's nothing about that energy that's judgmental or depressed or in resistance or complaining. It's just not. Um, it's actually the energy of non-resistance. It is the ultimate energy um, of healing and power, you know, true power. So devotion, not emotion. And I get it, right? We sign up for races or we commit to, I'm going to, you know, go on this board of directors or I'm going to run the nonprofit or I'm going to do this extra thing for my child's school. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, and I have to make dinner, and I have to go to the grocery store, and I have to train, and I need to get new shoes because my treads are awful and my heel is hurting and all of these things, and then we get caught up in the emotion of it. And so when we sign up for these races, you know, or you volunteer yourself for something, like really be in that moment, really feel that commitment that you're making, and know that along with that commitment, there's going to be sacrifice that comes with that commitment. But if we stay with that commitment and we're really feeling everything that's going along with the process of fulfilling that commitment, 
we're going to get better and better at saying yes or saying no when those opportunities arise. Especially after a race happens, right? Like a big race. We just had Ironman 70.3 Oceanside happen here. And there's a lot of chatter uh, on our team page and on our local San Diego um, text chain about signing up. and, And you can get really like caught up and just feeling inspired and all of that. And if you commit, commit. You know, if you commit because you're super inspired and you get caught up in the in the emotion of it and you get caught up in that inspiration and you just want to do it, then commit and do it. But, you know, seven months down the line, nine months down the line when everything in your life is stacking up and you still have to go out for your ride or you got to get to the pool, or you got to do these things, That's when the emotion is going to start dragging you down. So remember that commitment, devotion, not emotion. So I'm just fleshing this out with you. It's been super helpful for me, you know, and I think for me, I'm very clear on what I'm devoted to. I'm very clear on what that devotion is. Um, For me, it is, you know, total enlightenment and self-realization, and that's just what my devotion is. And so I've got all these commitments along the way and everything in life, every day, it's giving me an opportunity to stay committed to that path. You know, even this morning, I woke up and um, I was going to have a light day of working out because I wanted to focus on uh, this podcast. So yesterday I went out in 100 degree heat and did a four hour bike ride. It was insane. Today would have been so much better. But I knew based on my schedule that today was actually better for me to work on the podcast than it was to go out and bike. So I stayed focused on my commitment to my bike training, also to the podcast, and you know, woke up this morning and BJ was making pancakes because he was going out for a long ride. And I was so on the verge of getting caught up with eating pancakes and drinking coffee. And I had like a half a cup of coffee and I just kept self-regulating, self-regulating, self-regulating because I knew as soon as he walked out the door, I was going to meditate and I didn't want to be all hopped up on syrup from the pancakes. And I had some hesitation. I had all those thoughts about doing it later. You have the whole day. Do it later. Do this, do that. And I just got past the thoughts. I held those thoughts captive. I felt the emotion and I stayed committed to the goal, which was to start my day with meditation and to walk into my day connected with my best self. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. I've really enjoyed this season. I'm going to throw down a season finale here. I don't even know what it's going to look like, but um, I'm sure the words will come at the exact right time. So appreciate your commitment to listening to this podcast and then taking that commitment really into action because we are the change that we dream to see in this world. And if we go really big and broad like that about being you know, what we want to see better in the world, there is absolutely no way that is not going to translate positively to our training, our performance, and just who we are within our our household and our communities. Okay, guys, have an awesome, awesome day. Devotion, not emotion.